0: Welcome to the club,
1: cause you're that kind of nerd. Hello, Listenerd. Uh, quick story, Josh and I are ready to record this week's episode because Brian is away at the beach and the two of us are going to talk. And unfortunately, we just suffered a catastrophic technical error, and Josh was completely unable to record. Uh, so we're sorry about the delay for talking about Loki and for Black Widow, but to make it up with you, I wanted to pay off something that we promised in the uh, episode a few weeks ago when we re-released Gone in 60 Seconds, and that is our episode of Spoiler Cast of Beetlejuice and straight off right off the bat you guys are going to learn a secret about me and Beetlejuice right at the top so without further ado let's uh, Jimmy just just roll the thing
0: welcome patreon subscribers to your exclusive retro review of the 1988 movie Beetlejuice i am Josh Burns and i'm joined by CJ Mellon and Brian Thornton
2: I'm excited to talk about this movie. Because CJ's never seen it before. He just because watched CJ it. lived under yesterday. a rock.
1: He watched it yesterday. I, I, I did. did. I, I mean, confession time. Again, I said I would make a shocking confession on this episode. I have never seen Beetlejuice. I don't say it's shocking. I mean, I'm not. I'm I've not never shocked. seen Beetlejuice. You should look at my Facebook feed and my Instagram feed, Brian. That is shocking news to people. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, I, this
0: might be the only movie that I've ever, I've ever seen with a PG rating that drops an F-bomb.
1: <laughs> I was about to yeah, say that definitely right? dropped an F-bomb in it. Yep. Completely forgot about that. My, my favorite comment that I had, though, on, on Facebook, real quick on this before we, we actually jump into the movie, was uh, from Melissa Castillo, And she says, I, ugh, how have you never watched this before? Well, at least you're watching it now, unlike some other people who refuse to watch other things on their list. And then uh, another no follow-up comment. Sp- another about. follow-up comment from a. Uh, uh, let me read this. Right, I, I have a hard. I have a hard time with names. You know. L- Laura Burn Burn Burns. Laura Burns. Okay, a certain somebody's list has the same credibility as me saying I will run a marathon. So thank you for that. After a lot of other. So people. all I'm hearing is that you made
2: a confession no, no, no. and then I got shat on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know there's also shat a upon. Of- there's also a list of like another fifty comments of like I feel like we failed your childhood. How the hell are we related? From my own my own brother, we watched this movie as a kid, and I think CJ is looking for attention. No, Drew, we did not watch this movie. I have never seen Beetlejuice. So anyway,
2: but I mean that second statement is absolutely true. CJ is always looking for attention. Well, I mean
1: pretty much. But a lot of people who are related are going, "How are we even related?" So I have a question, honestly. Considering this this movie is is thirty one years old, okay the it, it it's very popular why does this movie in particular hold such a, a very fond space in people's hearts why is this movie so damn popular i have no problems with it i'm just curious what makes it so great honestly
0: i think that most parents saw the pg rating they're like oh our kids can see it no problem and like for 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 an 8 year old me this was pretty racy and i i loved it i thought it was great and I'm on record as hating everything Tim Burton's really ever done. Uh, and like uh, to the point where I can't believe his name's attached to Batman. I hate it. I love this movie. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's, I, child, it's childhood. It's for, childhood.
2: For the same reason that regardless of, of Josh's personal feelings about Tim Burton, a lot of people enjoy Tim Burton movies because it celebrates being an outsider. And everybody who ever got poked fun out of, or made fun of, or felt like they were different in any way, is just gravitates towards Tim Burton's movies in general. And this one definitely, this one definitely celebrates being different. Being different is cool. Being different is okay. It's fine. And then it t- tears apart the the '80s yuppie culture of you know, New Yorkers who were like, Oh, I I just can't I can't live without my art. I have to I have to create something, otherwise I'll go in crazy.
1: Ugh Okay. Well
2: they uh, but they were also
1: outsiders. Yes. They were outsiders in that community. In what community? In the art community and then for him and for his financial like, what dealings. Was Catherine oh and oh and no, Howard they were just failures. Dealing, they weren't outsiders.
0: Right? Delia Otho both of them were were
2: weirdos sure but but that's my point the Ly- point just, is
0: and and Lydia while she was sort of you know had the sort of classic goth look like you know sort of reclusive I'm gonna be weird and walk around with my camera type deal
2: um, that's that's my point today she's just a hipster. But you're, you're just, you're making my point. The point of this and the point of a lot of Tim Burton movies is that the people who society deems as weird and the outsiders are the normal ones in the film. Right. It's the yes. other people who are pains in the asses and the outsiders. And we identify with the people who society in 1988 said, these people are odd. These people are strange. That's Every Tim Burton film that's why people
1: attach themselves to the, these types the of films. The main
0: characters of the movie were as normal as could possibly be. They are until, ghosts.
1: Until they're <laughs> abnormal and then they're not, right? They
2: are completely abnormal and are ghosts. Right. They're yeah, but they're like normal people. It,
1: they're ghosts. Yes, You're they ghosts. are normal people until like for 5 minutes. They're normal people for 5 minutes and then they're ghosts. Like they are they are humans and alive for a minute and a half, and then boom, they are falling off of the the bridge, going into the water. I don't know how somehow drowning, but they, okay, they drowned. Yeah,
2: let's be let's be real. Let's start off that, with accident that accident was not that bad. No, it's not that bad. They they should have been fine. They, like they could have escaped that car. I I okay, but, I, I do, right, but all right, all right, all right, whatever.
1: I'll I'll give the dog balancing on the beam, then he bounces off and they go into the water. Okay, they they died that way. My
0: and then car quick, my before, car dropped four feet.
1: Yeah, before,
0: right. oh,
2: before, we're uh, dead. Before we 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 argue semantics about the the Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis's character, I forgot about the 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 nosy realtor at the beginning of the movie, and oh, yeah. I'm freaking watching this like, what a fucking bitch!
1: She like, is she is an asshole. this house is this something that with happened with in family. the
2: '80s? Just realtors would knock on your door, and be like, you really should sell your house. You shouldn't have this house. It's it's not for you. Fuck you. Small towns, maybe.
1: Bitch. She's just looking for that sweet sweet commission, right? And it seems like this is a a, a occurrence that happens dog. quite frequently, right? Because they're like, oh, well, it's your turn to deal with it this time. So this lady, again, sending offers even to people out of state, sending information about this house to other people. A house they're that's in- not even on the market. Right. Ridiculous. What just a presumptuous and- moron. And then I really do. I, th- I thought the comment was like, this house belongs to a family. That obviously seemed to have strike a, you know, just struck a chord with them. Just being an incredibly rude thing to say is, like, what an asshole. So, now it's sad to see that she didn't belong in hell. Uh, all right. So, listen, uh, everyone here gives good performances, right? And let's be honest, Michael Keaton fucking is awesome in this movie. Yeah, kills it. Yeah, Just kills it. And, and Brian, you've pointed this out to me many a time in other debates for other things. He's only in this movie for, like, what, 15 minutes total? I think the runtime is actually 15 minutes total. It's insane. Now, I have a question. Again, out not, of an hour and 40 minute movie. Not knowing much uh, about this movie, I, I do have a question. Why is Beetlejuice spelled B E T T L E J U I C E when the character's name is G E U S E? Be- what? B E T L G E U S E. I can't spell. Why is it because Beetlejuice with a J and not Beetlejuice with a G? Because that looks ugly on a movie poster. Is that really the only reason? I am guessing. And just so I, I mean the, even the main characters couldn't say the, his name right. So I, they just do this so people know how to say the name of the of the movie? Sure. I have questions that no one can answer. Why? Why is this a thing?
2: Google it. Brah. Let me see if I can find some something. Yeah, I mean other than Beetlejuice being a star, I don't know right. much. The other spelling. What's up, Brian? I'm just looking up
1: random trivia in general about it. Why is Beetlejuice rated PG? All right, why is Beetlejuice spelled differently in the movie? Oh, that's pretty straightforward, you said. Fun
2: fact Michael Keaton ad libbed 90% of his lines. No, I believe in it it. that. I mean, he's only in it for 15 minutes, but
1: still impressive. Yeah, Brian, you, you are correct. It's Beetlejuice sounds funnier, and Beetlejuice is a lot easier to remember. And the film was, the, the studio is begging them to rename the picture <laughs> House Ghosts. And yeah, he said no, and they settled on Beetlejuice spelled out so people could remember the name of the movie. I'm sorry, 17 and a half minutes of the film Michael Keaton shows up in.
2: 17 and a half minutes of an hour and a half movie. Also, another fun fact, Beetlejuice was the first DVD sent out by Netflix in 1998.
1: Oh, okay. right. It was weird for me to see uh, Jeffrey Jones in, in this movie because I've known him as the, the the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And the man had no mustache. And every movie I've ever seen him in, ever, the man's had a mustache. Threw me off the little things. What, you guys brought up the fact that nostalgia and the outsiders, right, are, are really what makes this movie so popular. So what is it for you in particular that draws you to Beetlejuice? What is it about it that, that you still hold on to it 31 years past its release?
2: I'm going to go first because Josh is going to be more heartfelt. I'm going to tell you right now, I actually enjoy Tim Burton movies. I have, I do not have any sort of like warm fuzzy feelings about this movie. It's a decent movie, but I don't own it. I had to rent it to watch it for today. Oh wow, wow! You don't own
1: this movie? You own like every own movie. This movie.
2: I enjoy this movie. I do. Right. I really do enjoy this movie. But it's not like the oh my god, I love this movie. This movie is like my childhood. I don't feel that way about this movie. Josh, yeah. I,
0: well, I think I was seven when I saw it. It's I don't. I, I don't know how else to. Like, it's just a movie that stuck with me forever. It's quotable. Uh, Michael Keaton's hilarious. Mm. Um, Winona Ryder is not annoying.
1: Yeah, I was um, very happy to see that. I was like, oh, she actually was a good actress. What happened?
0: Yeah, and like as a kid, it, it's. It's slapsticky enough that the stuff that should be scary isn't scary.
1: Yeah, even the when they had the faces and that and, and they were, you were like, oh, I get it. It's funny. You and know when what they're mean? in the the waiting room and all the people dying in terrible ways, you're not right. scared by it. You're right, not I guess. scared by it, right? And and uh, so
0: even introducing my kids to it, I'm like, man, so he's gonna drop an f bomb. Like they've heard me say it, <laughs> right? Um. So I, I just thought, I always thought it was a really, really cool movie. It wasn't even like a... And I, it's just something that's always been there for me.
1: Okay. I uh, I gotta be honest, I, I thought the effects in this movie were, were pretty good. I thought they actually kind of hold up. I love the fact that it still has that kind of B-movie f- look to it, right? It doesn't have that Hollywood polish. Uh, it I feels think, like a Tim Burton movie. Uh, yes, but I mean, like, even the... It does feel like a Tim Burton movie, because when you see like the, the sand snakes, I'm like, God, that looks yeah. a lot like some of the creatures in The Nightmare Before Christmas. In Nightmare, yeah, in Nightmare Before Christmas this, and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. The suburbia the looks, suburbia like, looks the exactly looks like, like Edward, Edward Scissorhands. And I think he like, did Edward
2: Scissorhands like two years after this movie, right? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But this is his style. This is the the yes. way he, he works, which Ooh. is surprising why Josh hates every other Tim Burton movie, because it all started here.
0: It may have, but then like, it just all became very formulaic and crap after that. So like, but if you look at, if you look at the people, look at the actors in this movie, like Gina Davis didn't catch on for another two, three years. Right. Um, Alec Baldwin didn't really catch on for another two, three years. Um, same thing with Tim Burton. No. Um, what do you mean? No.
1: I Michael, mean, uh, wait, uh,
0: 1989. I came so out. a year later, a year later. Fine. But like, when they did this movie, all sort of small names, and I think it was the same thing from the writer. I'll have to double check that. Uh, but, but right. No, reality. Yeah. yeah.
2: What year did Heathers come out? Was that in the 90s? Edward hands was 1990.
1: Not I'm not talking about Edward hands.
0: Heathers was 88. 88 as well.
2: But before or after that? I mean.
0: After. Okay. I
1: was right? just, so, I was also happy to see the mom from Home Alone in, the, in this movie too. Catherine O'Hara? Catherine O'Hara, yeah. yeah. She's been in a ton of shit. a lot of things, right?
0: Yeah, but I just like a lot of these names were were very very small names when they did the movie, and then within a couple years, kind of blew up. Um, so you're like, oh, this person was here and there. Like it's for kids, right? It's a it's a cool way to introduce them to a lot of characters or, or I'm sorry, actors that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's it's. I guess you're you keep bringing up that point for kids. This is a movie that straddles the line between, uh. Being scary, like having that horror feel but not scaring the shit out of you execution in a way that's charming, right? In a way that doesn't like feel like, oh, well, they've done a, a horror movie poorly. They did a movie really well. It's just it, it doesn't kind of fit into that genre. It feels more like a comedy than it does anything right. else. And it it shouldn't. It's in it, fact, in at Blockbuster, it was in the comedy section. Is it? See,
0: because yeah. like it's it's listed on IMDb as comedy. Because mm. I
1: mean, they're they're pulling their their faces off. They they're hanging. You see all these people that are dead. Like this stuff shouldn't. Yeah, it's, but even,
0: when g- she's
2: it's called gallows humor, when
0: yes, she's I, when I, she's I hanging, exactly when she's hanging in the closet in her wedding dress and gets shoved aside, <laughs> that's funny. It is funny.
1: Yes. But it has all the makings of it could be something, and and then you know they do a really good job with the comedy. I I, I again I I'm I'm surprised that it, it took me this long to see this movie. I thought it was great. I I don't think it's it's worth all the hype that it has and all the the how have you done this and your childhood is ruined. I'm like no, I that I think life was fine. I turned out okay ish. Uh, that has nothing to do with Beetlejuice. I don't think it would have been any different had I watched Beetlejuice, but, uh, I, I definitely put this off for way too long. It was nice to kind of have it back. Now, my, my bigger question is what w- a sequel. Like w- w- what do you think about the fact that they have greenlit and started to work on a sequel for it now? Now they
2: haven't. It fell through again. Oh, I thought it was still up and running. It's fallen through like three times.
0: I, I would say that if that was the case, you really can't go wrong with anything, Michael. Keaton. I think
2: at the end of the day, if this does get up and running again, that you have the most important piece there. Michael Keaton has already said he'll come back. to, to Josh. And then oh, you yeah. don't need anybody else. You don't like, need anybody else. Right. Just get Keaton. You can cast Perkins? anybody else around it. I would say you need Burton, but Burton's already, you know, agreed to come back, too. I, I forget what the semantics are that have made it fall through. Even when Ona Ryder has come, has said she's come, she'll come back, yeah. which she that's doesn't, all you it's, need.
0: It's not, that's not going to happen. I mean, because you can't have her and Helena Bonham Carter in a movie. Helena
2: Bonham Carter won't be in the movie. False. Is it going to be a Tim Burton they're, movie? They're divorced now. They, they, that's not going to matter. She. It does matter.
1: She wasn't in his last movie. What was his He's going
0: to put her in the movie anyway. I don't
1: very much. I doubt that very much. Yeah, but for the last thing I thought it was April. It Was when I heard about this and went on said, "Yeah, it's happening," and everybody else was saying, "Yeah, it's kind of happening."
2: Yeah, it's followed uh, through am... since. Find a find a recent article. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, it's here. just
0: it's listed as announced on. IM. Yeah,
2: it's and I have a USA Today like article. On... Like,
0: Fuck that! Won't oh worry. yeah,
2: Helena Bonham Carter was not in Dumbo. He just did Dumbo. Hang on, director. He just did it. She wasn't in it. She wasn't in Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. She wasn't in Big Eyes. She wasn't she wasn't. She was Frank in Alice, right? Was she in Alice? Yeah. She was in Alice, but they Which were was still the last married. big thing he did. No, that's that's not true. He was EP on Dumbo, dude. He wasn't a producer. He was director on Dumbo. He was the director on Dumbo. And um Frankie Weenie, I think, was uh the last Dumbo was the last big thing he did, and that was this year. Frankie Wee was the the last thing Helena Bonham Carter was in with uh, him directing, I believe. With him directing, okay. Correct. She hasn't been in his past
1: four movies uh, because they got divorced. Beetlejuice 2 is still being developed. All right, well. That's that's basically what I found. After reading several articles, they were still working on a Beetlejuice 2. And apparently, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian was a trailer that was pitched... Uh, was a movie that. Oh was yeah, way way, way back. In. Yeah.
2: Who got to keep Johnny Depp in
1: the divorce?
2: <laughs> That's a very good question. I I think Tim Burton. He's the dog. They share Depp.
1: custody on that one, right? Yeah, They're joint ro- custody. They rotate that out. I think the other part too for for Beetlejuice and and I'm starting to flash back on things. Is I think it stayed in the zeitgeist not only just because of the fact that people like this movie, but it's also. Built into a lot of rides and stuff that were very popular in the, the 90s and the early aughts, right? For-
2: well, you also got to remember there was a cartoon that lasted several years in the oh, 90s as well. I did not I, know that. I don't know exactly how many seasons it was. Hold, please. You're going to have to do a lot of editing while I <laughs> Google shit.
1: Beetlejuice. While you're doing that. Okay. While you're doing that, let, I, I just like to get this. Uh, when this movie has a lot of things, just Josh, you said it's quotable. It's stuff that really kind of sticks out to you. What is the most memorable scene for you? What is the scene that you think about or you call out when someone says Beetlejuice?
0: Nice fucking model. <laughs> and then he makes a honking sound and grabs his crotch, like it's. <laughs> he does do that. My kids quote it, and they just leave out the curse word.
1: Well, they go, nice model, and then grab their crotch. Nice
0: leaping model, honk honk.
1: <laughs> Brian, what about you? What is what is the thing from Beetlejuice that that stayed with you the most?
2: Um, I think the most notable scene is the dinner yeah, table the scene. The Dinner table, the yes. banana Absolutely, everybody thinks of that. Um, to answer uh, my question, um, <laughs> to answer my own question, from to earlier. answer my own question, the, the Beetlejuice cartoon lasted for four seasons. It aired from december 1989 to december uh 1991 so it was also on as a cartoon for three years don't forget about the fact that it was also a huge attraction at universal studios for up until that's what five i was years remembering.
1: ago yeah that's what i was remembering going to had the, 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 the rock and roll like stage play thing that they used to do right there also was a broadway show for Beetlejuice. there is a
2: broadway show that just released in march
1: so I mean that was my bigger part too. Was I I, I remember I, not even having seen the movie until recently. I know of this dinner table scene. And yeah, the, I thought the you were asking thing. me
0: about a quote. Sorry,
1: No, that's fine. That, but I mean, is that the scene? Like when, when no, says, "Absolutely, everybody knows okay. that." Scene. Everyone says, yeah. "Everyone says that part for Beetlejuice." Um, it was, uh, it was, it was again. This was a fun movie to see. Uh, I mean, if you got a sequel, would would you be down for it? Is this something that you would wanna that you would wanna see done again? Yeah, why not? It's been thirty one years. They didn't know if he does not
0: it doesn't it doesn't matter because don't, don't, it's like yeah, this just, dude lives in an alternate universe. He can yeah. come and go.
1: So
2: it doesn't and the he's, time, just a, he's a bunch of makeup. Like Michael Keaton doesn't
0: Right. Imagine right. imagine all the things he can do with modern technology. How much how much more he could screw with people.
1: So that was the other part too. When you're talking but about Just modern, imagine
2: all he can do now that he like I mean, Michael Keaton, let's face it, is is a better actor than he was in nineteen eighty eight. Yes. So I mean,
1: yeah. Give me. All right, I'll so it. I'll watch it. Looking at the the financial success, right? I like to pull up the numbers. So the estimated budget for this movie was fifteen million dollars. Uh, to put that in perspective, too, only one million of that was used for special effects. Tim Burton asked that only one million go to special effects, so that way he could have that B movie look and feel to it. Opening weekend, eight million dollars. That was in nineteen eighty eight. People, that's crazy. Gross in the U S. was seventy four million dollars. Worldwide, uh, also in that seventy-four realm too. So this thing made back its money, uh, and then some. So I mean, for nineteen eighty-eight, highly successful, highly profitable. Um, I, I I thought this movie was great. I, I I can't believe I waited this long to watch it. I don't think it's something you have to race to see. But if you got the opportunity, go sit down and watch Beetlejuice. Like they didn't even release it
0: worldwide. Like it, se- it made seventy-four million two hundred some odd. Thousand dollars in the U.S. and right. the the worldwide gross was fifty thousand more than.
1: That. <laughs> so Canada got to see it. That's that's what they're like. Yeah, worldwide. All right, Canada. Yeah, we we, we call it Canada in ninety in ninety four. Canada got to see it. Is there anything else from Beetlejuice that that may, like that we haven't talked about that you, you kind of feel like we need to? This is a short one. The uh, movie's good.
0: No, I know. I I think I think you need to watch it and see what pops out. But like from what you know, Brian and I both said that everybody, everybody, everywhere
1: associates that harry belafonte song so much with. so that when he died they did that dance and that dinner scene at his funeral
0: really they yeah.
1: did it at his funeral i didn't i didn't know that. that's how defining that song was
0: he had another song the the end credits were harry belafonte as well oh mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah what with lydia dancing in the in the air there Jay- yeah
1: i Jay- thought it was a Jay- fun I, I i also i also thought the ending was very wholesome i like the way they ended this movie
0: yes it was yes
1: I was, it's I was a, very... it,
0: it actually ends up like you're like oh it really ended well oh, but... good for
1: everybody right but wait where did her parents go i don't know <laughs> i think they I just asked, lived downstairs i asked that question dude did they just go back to new york did they not want her
0: no no they were on the first floor dude they yeah were, they, like, they they just okay. split the house in two all right i was
1: confused Okay. Well, listen, nerd, I, 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 I'm I, thankful that this podcast has given me the opportunity to watch Beetlejuice and make me do it in a recorded format. So thank you so much. Uh, again, thank you for your continued support for the show. Uh, we've got some more movies that are planned for you in the next coming weeks. Uh, we'll definitely make sure to keep you informed. So thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you on the next episode.
0: Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd.